This is Disabled Girls Who Lift. We are reclaiming what's rightfully ours one podcast at a time. It's Mary Beth, Chloe, and Marcia bringing you the thoughts and unpopular topics to get you out of that ableist comfort zone. Okay, well, hello. Welcome back to yet another episode of Disabled Girls Who Lift. Thank you for being here. Also, quick shout out. Thank you to the patrons giving to us monthly to help us cover all of these Zoom costs and fees and whatnot, overhead BSs, because, you know, this is a passion project. We're just doing this for community and for y'all. So it's amazing when the community gives back. So if you're interested in our Patreon, it's patreon.com slash disabled girls who lift and for every episode we do upload a little bonus content video just to give you something fun there and uh it's a great way to stay in shape this is marcia sitting on seminole tribe land in south florida she they hey it's mary beth from or i'm currently sitting on southern Paiute and mojave land in las vegas uh, originally living in northern california but i'm in vegas visiting my mother so yeah i mean it's just the two of us today mm-hmm. it's been a while just the two of us we can yeah. make it we try just the two, just the two of us, of us. <laughs> <laughs> we need some intro music oh oh you know so I know we were in general had the idea of talking about this whole do your own research that people love to say, especially now when it comes to the vaccine and when it comes to lifting, even when it comes to mental health too, you know, people say yeah. get help, but what does that mean? But before we even get to that, you know, we could check in and spit a little bit, see how Mary yeah, Beth I- is doing Mary Beth's world. Let's see how I my mean, world's yeah. doing. What's funny is I feel like we're kind of on the same boat, but not really as a lot of people since nothing has changed socially in the last year or two with COVID going on. Mm -hmm. Um, But what's good is like my industry field has changed when it comes to work. I used to work in concerts, you know, welcoming thousands of people into a venue and then that getting shut down in the middle of COVID, I was like, hell no. Am I not putting myself or the students or the staff at risk? Um, but I also didn't have a choice. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Laid off, did sales for a bit, and now I'm like back in the wine industry, which has its perks, but also is just weird in the midst of like shit going on in the world um it's definitely like a weird privilege in that industry to just worry about wine and when you're going to get your next shipment for um restaurants that happen to be open during this time you know yeah no I get that vibe I feel like that I mean I'm gonna say like at least three out of seven days in the week like I'm over here just worried about my stupid little laundry right or I'm just like over here worried about waking up on time and fixing my stupid little lunch and meanwhile like the world is literally on fire it's it is a weird a very weird place to be and it's like you're kind of moving along but it's like (sighs) what am I doing what's happening here like it feels good because I feel like I'm at a much better place like financially and just more consistent 
So that was a scary time, you know? Yeah. Everybody had to dip into their savings, like, take a few steps back. Now I'm a little, I'm a few steps forward, but does it feel good doing the work that I'm doing? Um, You know, travel across the world is hard, yet we've got international shipments of wine coming into the U.S., but people can't. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah. It feels weird. It feels weird. So, yeah, that's just the balance going on in my head. Balancing game. And then you, I mean, like, you've been fairly wide open for physical therapy and then the daycare. That stopped for a little bit. Yeah, um, it's an interesting time for me now because even though COVID is ramping up, everything that I'm doing is not ramping down, if that makes sense. Because last year when everything changed, it was like, all right, all the things I'm doing in person, cut it. You know, like I rearranged the way I did things. I closed that cash gym. I don't see adults in person anymore. I was going to people's houses for a little bit. That's right. You were traveling for a little bit. Um, So then I started doing kids houses more because I could get paid through insurance and that's more consistent. But then everything kind of picked up again. So like I'm as busy, like busier than I've ever been. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, every week it's like, oh, we have to cancel because we tested positive, you know, like every week is something. Or the people that work for me are like, oh, I can't come in today. I have to make sure I don't have COVID. Like, Yeah, and then there. you have to pick up the shift. Like, And then what if you get COVID knock on freaking wood? But- it's always there. So I've been running. Yeah. It's like, it's a very strange place because I've been the busiest I've ever been. Like, I'm literally in five different places in one day, just driving around from like eight to eight to seven. I get home. I still got to do like some paperwork or whatever. But then at the same time, like our ICUs are filled and you know there's other things going on like the earthquake in Haiti which is like affected where my family is from but I don't have personally contact them so I don't know like on a personal level how that feels but I do know that my house is affected because you know my partner's in the military and that's his area so he's been hoofing it to work because of that and every everyone's just so busy but then you know every time you check in and like stop and check in with the world it's like oh this is on fire now cool yeah yeah (laughs) it's a really weird place to be and on top of that just like with news and social media traveling so quickly it's like oh that's on fire yesterday this is on (laughs) fire today yeah and that's got an earthquake the next day you know we just move on to the next like disastrous event and it's not why is this a new normal it's very strange (laughs) it's very strange so like on one hand I'm pretty proud of myself in being as busy as I am but still taking time for my body like I've been pretty consistent with working out um and like I've been doing my acupuncture weekly and like physically feeling better because of both of those things but at the same time when I like get out of my bubble of like running through what I have to run through and check in with what's going on. I'm like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. And that you're and just a reminder that you're doing a damn good job. Like you're, you're keeping it together for your business and the Pete, like all of your clients probably don't even realize what's going on in your crazy world. 
what no. is it how many assistants have like quit in the last month yeah two months three months and they don't they don't realize it because you go in with your smile yeah <laughs> no. you're like let's do this no 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 I, I tell them that all the time when they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. This and that. I'm like, listen, you're a mess. I'm a mess. We're all a mess. It's a pandemic. Like, we're going to be an extra mess. The world's on fire. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like, we're yeah. just going to do what we have to do. So, that's as yeah. far as they know. So, you're and not so wrong. So, you said it's, ha- it's how to like close down a few times because someone tested positive. And then, what's the protocol now everybody gets tested no you no quarantine for two weeks or no not even what? because i mean on a personal level i test i test myself when i've been exposed i have like the at-home test kits that supposedly you should be able to detect things um so i do that for myself but i don't it's know not required no I don't know who messed around in the CDC, but the rules they've got that they keep changing and whatnot are just odd. Because last year at the peak of COVID, if somebody in a healthcare facility tested positive, everyone had to be tested. Yeah, which makes sense. That's what's it's going not on like that anymore. Huh. You only need to test in if healthcare. you have. Yeah, you only need to test if you have symptoms. So, mind you, I'm just at a medical daycare I'm not in like a hospital like in terms of like exposure you could you could be okay like I've been fine right like wash my hands I don't take my mask off I wash the little kids hands before we do things like I wipe them I wipe what we play with you know like over here no they think it's funny (laughs) because they see everyone else doing it kids want to mimic anyway so they're just like "Ah, yeah yeah (laughs) they don't care um, those nails. So you're, it's not as bad, but in a hospital setting where you're like, people are on breathing treatments, tubes, and like, and you're like head to toe and things, you gotta like put on an yeah. armor, like, and then you'll find out a week later, oh yeah, that patient turned out to be positive. But you know, don't worry about it unless you have symptoms. Like, that's their oh life God. right now. That's ridiculous. That's their and, life but then, me. well, you said personally, but then what about other staff, like other just helpers? They're not doing the same thing. Uh, I don't you know. Mean I how I test like, myself or like the level yeah, of germophobeness? Nah, just how you test yourself. And then if somebody um, tests positive in, in your area. Yeah, no, I just test myself weekly. That's just what I've been doing lately. So I pretty much, on average, have an exposure to somebody once a week. Mm -hmm. And then vaccinations are going to start being required. Pretty soon, yeah. They didn't waste any time making announcements, so we'll see what, what else comes down. They started with saying nursing homes, and it's not anything official yet, but it's out there. So people are going to start making moves, like owners of facilities, and they have at the place I have this contract with, which yeah. has started like a whole thing of people who are angry and whatnot. And it's just a shame because it's like, yo, we are healthcare workers. Like, we're supposed to be doing science out here. <laughs> yeah yeah what's good like y'all sending me weird instagram videos and like backwards tiktoks like come on (laughs) we went to school and we learned things like come on what are we doing right now 
No, seriously. And like, where are you getting that information from? Yeah. It's just, it's so weird how so many different websites and organizations have sprouted since COVID claiming that they're experts. Yeah, everybody's an expert in virology now, in immune systems, in the Middle East, in foreign relations, right? Like, everyone's an expert all of a sudden. And you know what happened in Afghanistan, but you were not there. Yeah, like, damn. come on, chill on that. So, yeah. But it must be stressful. And, like, you probably feel really happy and comfortable that vaccinations are going to start being oh yeah yeah, well people 16 and up yeah it's it's still everybody feels that way in south florida definitely not definitely not and it's kind of like on seminole tribe land on seminole tribe land yeah i don't really understand the distinction like it's okay to be skeptical but it's not okay to keep looking for things that like are the answer you're looking for like that's something else it's okay to be like "Mm, i don't trust this because we have a right to not trust the government like the government is not god right like they've done some Mm -hmm. fucked up shit like you have a right to be like "Mm, i don't know you know there's even people that are older from other countries where when they grew up the polio vaccine gave people polio right like that's real you know there's nothing wrong with being like i don't know this thing happened to me and that still hurts you know like we still talk about that like fine but then you send me things that are like, oh, look, this lady with a PhD said the vaccines yeah. makes people harder to recover. I'm like, PhD in what? Who is she? I don't. <laughs> Why does this random and person like, <laughs> matter to me? Yeah. And it's all in the numbers. Like, OK, COVID cases have still it's not like they've been going up dramatically compared to back in the days. But if you put the side by side of who's in the hospital with COVID vaccinated versus unvaccinated who like all the deaths due to covid what was it like 93 percent of them have been people who have been unvaccinated and those who do test positive and were vaccinated they like heal within a week or less like their symptoms are not as bad you can still get it yeah um but that's saving your life that's saving your family's life whoever you live with and people of color tend to have to live in like much larger households yeah more crowded areas more likely to take public transportation like if they put all of these things yeah everyone's been going to work like back to work that hasn't started that hasn't stopped for a lot of people definitely florida florida's back to school florida is even the governor wants to I don't know what's changed since the last time I checked, but he wants to remove any funding from schools that require masks to be worn. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard that. But Biden's trying to put a stop on it. Yeah, because we literally have ICUs that are full, including children's hospitals. Like, my dude, (laughs) what are we doing? It's such a nasty power play. Like, it is a power play. Maybe you'll get you'll get higher ratings as a governor in your state, but who are you actually protecting? Yeah. If your whole state is going to freaking die. It's, <laughs> it's pretty bad. So, you know, he's very anti-mask and anti this and that, but yet they're pushing the treatment, the COVID antibody treatment. If you already test positive, you can get this shot, right? 
it's is like recently approved i don't know fda approved or just emergency use mm-hmm. approved but yeah, yeah. i mean if you look into it that same company gave him money so it's like yeah this is why you have to pay attention to who's sharing information and for what purpose so he's pushing that but he's not pushing the vaccine because he's not directly benefiting from the vaccine when it comes to the vaccine the only thing he was trying to push was Publix, the supermarket being the only distributor because Publix gave him money might as well push like tylenol or ibuprofen <laughs> like what the heck yeah or, so. or intubators like who's, who's benefiting off of intub- like what the- that's that's when i don't trust the government exactly. but when it comes to giving out free vaccines nationwide not only two doses but even three doses per person now yeah like like for free ain't nobody got to pay for that um you know that doesn't make any sense to me yeah and that's kind of why I wanted to talk about like doing your own research and understanding what where information comes from because it's really easy to get stuck in like circle jerks of people that are saying whatever you believe in already and just confirming it it's really easy and you have no perspective of things like me saying fuck Ron DeSantis and everything he stands for is separate from me saying scientists created a vaccine and I believe in it. Right. Like those are two different yeah. things. An elected official yeah. versus the science doing science. You can't relate the two. <laughs> They're unrelated. He didn't make them. No, you know, like you get what I mean? So it's like people have no levels to their thinking. It's like I don't trust the government. OK, me either. <laughs> yeah well i mean that and then whatever what's his i don't even remember his name from the cdc the president i don't know they're saying that he was like oh my god what's his name short guy gray hair fauci fauci thank you dr anthony fauci they're saying that everything that he said was a bunch of bs because they kept going back and forth on whether to wear masks or double masks or no masks. Yeah. And it's, yeah. And it's like, you don't even understand how your government works, right? Like CDC yeah. is not the FDA and the FDA is not your elected officials, right? Like these are all yeah. separate things. So you're making an opinion based on like, like you, you forget that in an administration, like we started this pandemic under Trump and his administration is very remove climate change from all websites, right? Like, oh, remove this, <laughs> remove that. So any organization that could be influenced by him would be right. Like, that's OK to say that. That's fine. You could yeah. say those kind of things. That's fine. Yeah. But that's where doing your real research comes into play. And you could find out yeah. these things for yourself and answer those questions. That's like where you have to draw the line. It's like pretty trash to just say, I don't trust the government, but you trust Karen in a Facebook group that thinks essential oils cure ear infection. Like, what are you doing? Shoot, they don't. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? People are taking horse drugs right now. Oh my God, for real. Yeah. Yeah, people are literally taking horse drugs. And it's like, where do you draw the line? Like, okay, there's some anti vaxxers, and you know what? Y'all dumb as fuck. But you know what? I commend you for going all the way, right? Like, they homeschool their kids, their kids don't go to school. Like, damn, at least you consistent, dog. (laughs) Like, at least you consistent. (laughs) But the people that are anti vaxxer, COVID vaccine, did your kids not get their MMR? Like, they didn't get their measles, mumps, and rubella? Like, 
Didn't you get the meningitis vaccine to stay in a well, college dorm? There, Where do you draw the line? <laughs> well, there are some that like go all the way and have never given their, I mean, you know, I didn't take, I didn't get a flu shot until I was last year, uh, yeah. but, <laughs> yeah, but everything else that was required, like TB, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, you get your TB like thing every stuff. year. You do what you got to do because that's required. And you've never questioned that because nobody told you to question it. But now that there are people out here questioning things, you're like, oh, well, this yeah. person that I like said this. So, like, come on. But but what you're saying, too, is like that real research is at your fingertips. You don't have to rely on a 10 second TikTok or a 60 second like video on Instagram to get your information. Right. Like you go to government webs or with like. So um, in the like the frame of this COVID stuff and doing your own research, like it's not Facebook group, like it's not a TikTok, it's not even news articles, because even news articles will have their sway, right? Like New York Times articles yeah. different than a Fox News article. And you can't deny that. If you say something opposite from that, just stop, just be give yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> There's no hope. And, for sometimes, <laughs> and sometimes all they do is source another article. <laughs> exactly. And so you can read whatever you want to read. But your brain is amazing. It could filter out and like decide, is this worth something or is it not worth something? And then, okay, who wrote this? Okay, what would they benefit from me agreeing with them? How how would it hurt them if I disagreed with them? What are their sources? Do they have actual sources? When you scroll down at the bottom of the article, at the article, are there other things they're referencing or are they just talking out of their ass? Is this just, is this something they should even be talking about, right? Like yeah. people that'll send a video like, oh, this lady's a PhD and she said this, right? Like what I said earlier. Okay, um, PhD in what? <laughs> you get a PhD in anything. PhD in yeah. what? Is it virology? Yeah, yeah. Is she an immunologist? Yeah. Why, why do we care? <laughs> like, yeah. That's not that's not anything by itself. And then, so like, that's the first step is like understanding when you consume something, you can decide whether it's worth consuming. Like you don't take everything at face value. Trust nobody. Don't even trust me. Don't trust yourself. Trust no one. Like, that's how you have to view this. It's like, come on. Being skeptical is a healthy thing that that is what drives science is being skeptical is asking questions. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, So besides that, what you as a person could do is go on something like PubMed or ResearchGate, and you could literally just go in the search bar, just like you use Google and put COVID vaccine and see what pops up. You could even use the filter free, te- free articles only because not all articles are free. That's fine. Yeah. You could do that. And you could just scroll through. You could read the headlines, see which one sounds interesting to you or something you can understand. You click that. When you click that, there's an abstract, which is like main idea, TLDR, right? If that makes sense to you, you can click the actual article. And when you go to the article, they have an introduction. This is what we're studying. They have the part where they actually talk about what they did. You can skip that part if you want to. You can scroll down to the discussion and they tell you, this is why our research study stuck. And this is what we think about it. Yeah. And this is the difference in reading actual peer-reviewed like research article versus a news article, right? Like a news mm-hmm. article is never going to tell you at the bottom. So this is where I was lacking, and this is what I think about it. This is what we could do in the future. They're not going to tell you that. 
Nope. They don't even correct themselves when they realize they're wrong unless their company forces them. <laughs> yes. So this is where the difference is. So if you go to the bottom of yeah. these research articles, they'll be like, oh, we were limited. We only tested 500 people, right? Or it's like, I read one one um, article today because I asked myself the question, okay, if I could still get infected while I have the vaccine, why is the vaccine worth it, right? That's, mm-hmm. an easy, that, that's fine. You can ask that question. There's nothing wrong with thinking that because like I could still yeah. get it. Why do I give a shit, right? So I was like, you know what? You might not know this word, but it's like viral load. Like how much of the actual virus did you get? Like it's not black and white. There's levels. Like if I cough on you once versus coughing on you five times, it's different. Oh, damn. You know, yeah. like it's more germs. That's it, right? So you I might not know that word. Right. That's fine. You might not know that word. That's fine. So I looked up viral load COVID vaccine, right? And then I found an article and it's like, getting the vaccine reduces your viral load. I'm like, oh, all right. So then I look at it, mm-hmm. read an idea, and it's like, oh, it looks like people that had it had less of the, basically like less germs, you know, and they recovered quicker. I'm like, oh, all right, that makes sense. I scroll down to the discussion. It's like, well, this study's limited because the people who got the vaccine might behave differently than the people who did it. I'm like, mm, that's a fair point, right? Behave how? Like in I'm- response to getting sick? No, and how they view the f- pandemic. If you're somebody that's oh. fine with getting the vaccine, then you might also be somebody constantly washing your hands, constantly wearing a mask. Gotcha. So maybe those things also reduce the viral load. Maybe it's all of them together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it'll be there, right there. Like, oh, this could be, you know, we could be wrong about this. We think we might be right about this. And in the future, this is what people should look up. And that's how you get real information is looking at that when you read a news article so let's say you go on new york times or something right like or like a very democratic like left wing whatever bullshit right Mm -hmm. if you go on that they'll take that same article and say what they'll say oh if you get the vaccine less chance of carrying a heavy virus the end that's all they would say right if you went on fox news and they referenced the same article what would they say the vaccine doesn't make a difference if you wash your hands, right? The same information. So that's what I mean. Like you have to see who's who's telling you what and what do they get? Because they're reading information and interpreting it for you because they think you're fucking stupid and you're not. And not everybody's telling the whole story. Exactly. Like they think you're an idiot. They could sell what they want to sell. Like stop letting these people fool you. And technically, they're not saying anything wrong, but they are like, they have this influence over mass groups of people in the United States or the world, even, especially those, you know, following that same party and putting their lives at risk. You know, it's not even funny anymore. I don't care if you're Republican, Democratic, and we're in the same room. Um, like what I care about is whether or not you're protected for the next 10, 20, 50 years. And I am too. Yeah. It's pretty wild world we live in. So obviously there's just absolute conspiracy theorists out there and they're just stupid, but yeah, (laughs) that's interesting. And it makes sense. I mean, when you even said like one cough versus four, I was like, what's the difference? You still cough on me and you tested positive. I can still catch it, but a viral load means, like you would essentially heal or recover a lot quicker because like you have the virus. Uh, yeah, you know, I like to reference Star Wars, like Star Wars, right? What do they call the little things that make you a Jedi? And if you're stronger, um, you have more of them. 
I can't think of the name right now. <laughs> but the more of the little organisms. I forgot to start with yeah. an M. <laughs> uh, idea. I don't know. Oh, all right. Sorry. That's so funny, though. Or, like, I mean, all the concerts that are going on, all everybody's wearing a mask or is required to, mm-hmm. you know, like one person who is infected with COVID versus 20,000 people or even half of those people who are infected with COVID, that's a much larger viral load in your exposure. And typically a lot of those people, you know, you don't know if they're vaccinated, unvaccinated, wearing masks, have traveled the world in the last seven days. Yeah. Or you're in the middle of a concert. When's the last time you washed your hands? I mean, the concerts were make. I saw a lot of concerts and I was like, oh, I don't know. But then I saw after that supposedly some of them had asked for like vaccine passes and that kind of thing. So Mm -hmm. I don't really know what's going on there in that arena. But yeah, I mean, some are, some aren't. It really depends on who's running that organization. Like. So ours is connected to a university. It's literally on a university campus um, where I used to work. And so there's precedent over like, okay, CDC sets their guidelines and the state does and the city does. But university property is university property. They're connected to the state. And so all the concerts that were happening since they're run by this um, Bay Area company, Another Planet, they required... um, vaccinations and uh covid symptoms so like uh you know they questionnaire at the door yeah questionnaire um and they just say no though well well so i always wonder how they check a negative covid test like they have to show proof of a negative covid test in the last two weeks so that's their protocol they started concerts in august like beginning of this month um, but the university, they're doing graduations in the next week. They're not requiring anything. And people Ooh. are tra- traveling from all over the world to watch their kids graduate. They haven't graduated. Yeah, I don't know how either. I feel about that. They don't require masks. Like, you're not requiring masks, but it's 2,000 people you're filling in a stadium. 10,000 in another. Mm, no. Outdoors. But you're sitting right next to, like, you don't have any space. This is me and this is somebody yeah, else. Yeah, like a, like a football from, stadium. From Europe. Somebody else from Korea. Yeah. Somebody else from Los Angeles. Like, but that's the chancellor's call, you know? So that's what I hate. It's like, there, there's no consistency. No, there's not just like, and you're going to the same venue. And you're putting like all of the staff at risk, all the faculty and what shut down the school again for another two years yeah no i don't like that and people and then there are people like oh these vaccine passports are terrible and it's like okay well, again where do you draw the line yeah like, <laughs> who came up with that term <laughs> who came up with that that being the line that was unacceptable like if you don't want to get the vaccine there are consequences be a big be a big big boy or whatever you are yeah. <laughs> and suck it up like big what person be a big person come on don't like that makes no sense to me that's why i said i I can't stand anti-vaxxers but at least they commit right 
They're against vaccines, period. Their kids don't go to the school because you're not allowed to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least they're consistent. But others that just want to enjoy a beer at a bar or... I shouldn't have know, to show my vaccine burger. to go to this concert. Why? You mm-hmm. made a choice. The choice has consequences. Mm-hmm. I like that, though. I, I like understand. that. Yeah, yeah. I don't get that. You can't have your cake and eat it, too. Um, but that's the thing. It's just you're just not being allowed to enter their premises, their private premises, or even public. Yeah. But versus like, you know, everything else that has financial consequences, like getting a ticket if you're not wearing a seatbelt. Yeah. Um, still yeah. for your protection or exactly. getting a ticket for literally anything, doing anything illegally. Yeah. <laughs> Like this is um, these, this is the society you're still live not in. getting fined. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. protesting about city rules for your grass not being allowed to be longer than four inches, right? <laughs> <laughs> like where well, do you I mean, draw the line? If this is if this were anything else, like in another country, um, not only would you probably get fined say two thousand dollars for it, like uh those people that are printing fake COVID cards as if they're like fake driver's licenses. Yeah, they're Americans crazy. selling them to Canadians. So Canada fined them, I think oh, it was good. like forty thousand dollars and I think they had to spend time in Canadian jail. Um, like, you know, America's not gonna do anything about it because that's illegal. And in <laughs> in another country. Or if you're doing literally anything else, like getting married for being gay or doing something against that country's um, beliefs, like you get killed. Yeah. Like point blank period. There's, those are the consequences. Those are real consequences that you should fear. Yeah. Not not being able to To get a beer or go to a concert. Your freedom. Yeah, there are literally real freedoms that are being taken away from people, but this is the one you're worried about. Yeah, this this is what you're worried about. It don't make no damn sense. That is such a good perspective. I didn't even think about it that way, too. Like, my freedoms, my freedom, like, yeah, your freedom to have a choice and your freedom to deal with the consequences. Like, Mm -hmm. there are people that are literally in life or death situation with their choices. You are not. Yeah. Or not even for their choices, for just living. Yeah. There are some things about your identity that you can't change, and you, you know, pay those consequences, too. True. Versus your personal choice. (laughs) It's rough out here. It's rough out here. It's not not great. I know this is frustrating, and sometimes, you know, heads explode and they turn into um they don't I don't even think they turn into debates just like a fight for our own well-being yeah how do we like yeah yeah, our own sanity and you being in like a healthcare industry how do you like get back and just like breathe and say okay but everything's gonna be okay for you for your sake for your client's sake when things are going haywire, like say people don't want to get vaccines, yeah. um, even after they're mandated for that industry, like, um, I, I know. like how do you take it's care not, of yourself? It's not great. Um, yeah, I mean, I know people love to say like, oh, if you need help, talk to somebody. But like, what does that actually mean, right? Like, what does that do? What does that mean? 
or yeah. you know therapy is good for everyone it's like okay then what what does that actually mean so I don't know in a person in a personal sense like those are things I've always seen and nothing that I felt like actionable from it if that makes sense just like yeah. people saying do your research like what does it mean um but then I started listening to a podcast you know podcasts make a difference oh so I hope that's what we're doing but anyways then I started listening to this podcast called therapy for black girls and then she has some episodes on there it's it's like all over the place it's all sorts of things it's actually a really good podcast I would 10 out of 10 yeah. recommend you don't even have to be black but obviously it's for black girls um <laughs> you don't even have to be a girl so um they talk about tons of things they talk about like religion like african religions they talk about tarot card reading they talk about you know black women in reality shows like everything yeah um black women in the olympics like everything so obviously when it comes to that then you get to see like she's she's a therapist and she talks to other therapists then you get to understand like oh that's what a therapist sounds like and those are the things they talk about Mm. like because to me i never even understood what that meant like i (laughs) like that concept meant nothing to me like I tried a therapist once and I didn't really like her and then I gave up on it yeah it didn't really mean anything to me but I was listening to that podcast I'm like oh okay these are the kind of these are the kind of conversations that they have and that I could be having too and then you know of course she has a couple episodes on like okay you want to find your own therapist these are the questions you should ask Mm -hmm. so after listening to a couple of those I'm like all right maybe I can do this. And then I went on the website and then I went, there's a directory or whatever. And then I found somebody. I just started. Wow. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Podcasts can really change your life, but then also recognizing that there's a human behind that therapist. There's a human behind that license that you don't have to just talk about your feelings, your history, your past. You can talk about literally anything. Um, and then get down to the root of the problem through that. Yeah. Right? I mean, all of it's inter- all it's of it's a, yeah. entangled. Even like, I'll give you an example. There was an episode on there about like menstruation and like periods and pregnancy, right? And it's like just small things that you don't realize like shape your life. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's what therapy could help me figure out, right? Like, it's like yeah. they said something to the effect of like, you go from maybe 10 12 whatever age you had your first period right like you go from being embarrassed about your period shamed about your period right mm-hmm. then you get to high school and it's like don't get pregnant you better not get pregnant <laughs> and then you hit your 20s where's the baby when you're having a baby right and that's just like one thread of your life if you have a uterus there's other shit going yeah. on yeah, yeah you don't realize how that like one thing yeah changes the way that you like as you're growing up trying to understand your body in this world fucks you up yeah and then on top of that as you still continue aging and progressing with your life and your sexuality like you still are like you are asked all these questions as a 20 year old and as a 40 50 year old wait you're still sexually sexually active what you're not on menopause why are you having children all these questions to like police a woman's body yeah from age 10 to 75 you don't even realize like you're just trying to do your thing and this uterus changes the way people talk to you like every 10 years (laughs) you can't even figure your life out yeah 
So that's like just yeah. one example of the kind of shit that you don't realize affects you, but it really does. So when things like a giant pandemic like this happen, or when things like the terrible terrorist bombing in Afghanistan, like, or because if you're in the military, like that's affecting you right now, period. Or like the earthquake in Haiti or Colombia, anybody, anything happening, right? And yeah. You already have all of these little things that chip away at you being like your full person. You don't even realize it. And something big happens you're gonna be fucked Mm -hmm. that's that's kind of how it works so that's what that podcast helped me realize like even when i feel fine the next big thing happens i don't feel fine you know yeah yeah so even if it's like good too yeah good well i mean just recognizing that you can do that through therapy like like breaking those things down and you're talking to somebody who's not just experience with like everyone's experiences and how they're reacting or feeling about a really big situation or a really big event um how they feel I don't know it's just like it's I don't it's pretty cool it's like another friend (laughs) to talk about feel very comfortable and confident in yeah um yeah, no, it's definitely a good place. It's definitely a good place to go to if you know, you know, how to find it or you can afford it or you have the insurance, obviously, right? But yeah, yeah. Um, it's definitely a nice place to be. Yeah. They don't have any opinions. They don't care what you're doing. <laughs> like they don't care if you break up with somebody or don't. Like they don't care if you get married or don't. Like that's not their business. Mm-hmm. So it is very nice to have that impartial person that has no, like, second opinion that's driving the way they talk to you, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it doesn't affect their life. Precisely. Like a friend or a family member or a partner. Yeah. Really, um, yeah. Everybody can't well, be everything for you. So that's what the therapist is. That's their good, space. You know, yeah. I mean... And you're literally paying them to listen to you for at least an hour. <laughs> if, if not through insurance, like they can't, they can't run away. They yeah. can't run away from something that's, uh, yeah. Um, but what was I going to say? Like, well, you mentioned how you only had tried one time before that. It's all yeah. realize and recognize that you're going to have to keep trying like that next person is probably not going to be the best person for you or for each other. Even if they look good in face or on paper, like you're probably not going to, yeah, I don't know, vibe well or understand each other. No, it's, they're not going to understand your history. Yeah. It's not, it's not. Um, I think that was so in the, in the guidelines of that podcast and finding somebody and I went about it with that framework and so far, I feel pretty good, you know, but I didn't do that the first time. Yeah. I was just like therapist close to me on my insurance because what's a therapist? Just a therapist. All right. I'm gonna check. Found mm-hmm. one. Let's do this. That's like, great. And you already no. had one session? I had a couple. So like, no, like you okay. need to find the person and like see, OK, what are they? Because I didn't even understand the different kinds of like people just say therapist. But that could mean psychologist, psychiatrist, social worker, mm-hmm. mental health care worker. 
Mm-hmm. Like there's different words and different things. So you don't even know like what they are. So it's like, and okay. And people add other things like trauma oriented. Yeah. mean? Let's talk about that. So what it's like, what, what is their title? What do they say they specialize in? Do they have like a public yeah. facing social media besides their yeah. website? Because the website's not always really like beefy, right? It's usually sometimes just like a headshot and like, hi. Um, yeah. You know, if they have social media, what are they posting about? How are they talking about people? Because mm-hmm. their personalities. Yeah. Be. And then most of them have um, like, oh, free 15 minute console. And you can have questions written down, like, you know, especially on this podcast, right? We're disabled as fuck. Like, have you ever had a disabled person come to your office? Yeah. Do you know about chronic illnesses? Because you don't want to go to somebody that's ableist AF. Like, that's not going to help you, right? (laughs) Yeah. And use that consultation seriously, even though it's only 15 minutes. Like, ask all the questions you can. Use that as an interview. Yeah. Because that's how you see if it's a good fit. And obviously, this can be exhausting if you have to do that multiple times. But once you understand what that therapist is and what they can do for you, then you have a better chance of finding the person. I think that's yeah. what it was the first time around that it didn't have. Because mm-hmm. I remember when, and I like, shit, I need to get back on my health insurance with a new job. I don't get <laughs> that um, until October Dang. 7th or something. Yeah. So I just signed up for our free like state insurance and I'm still waiting on that, whatever. So yes, I want to get back on, I want to get on that train as soon as I can, um, finding a therapist, finding, say, someone who can also make a, a prosthetic for my hand for lifting in that, you know, like there's so many things that I want to do yeah. um, for myself with insurance that I have to put on hold. But you made me think of when Jeff, my partner, and I were looking for a couple of therapists, and we were poly at the time. So all of the different labels that I was looking for in a therapist was poly friendly. Yeah. Some sort of like, I, I guess, trauma oriented, because I have a lot of shit from my past that's going to come up that I haven't healed from. Yeah. Um, that understands like couples of color. Um, I don't know, like different like that are comfortable talking about sexuality and sex yeah yeah you don't want somebody that's gonna shame you yeah yeah Mm because those are things happening in our lives why should we feel ashamed about it talking to our own therapist so those are and then realizing that even finding somebody with those labels like i don't know you're still not going to find the perfect one until yeah you try three or four out yeah, now it's something interesting they talked about a lot on in different some different episodes, but um, it's like you might not even feel like as a black woman you want to see another black woman. Yeah, right. Like you might not feel like as a Filipino, like I need to find an Asian person. Like you might not feel that way because you might look at them and put all of your like shit into like that person, yeah. right? You get know what I mean? Like it's you like, might wait, not. You don't know what this is. You've never had long sea long. <laughs> yeah or you might put all of your feelings like oh she looks like my aunt my aunt's kind of a dick like you know you mm. might bring so that might not that might not even be your starting point so like mm-hmm. you just have to yeah or a woman you gotta wiggle, like, yeah you gotta wiggle it out sometimes <laughs> you gotta figure that out like i know i would definitely feel more comfortable talking to a woman but you just never know 
you never know. Like I had the same thing happen to a friend who she went through for women of color and ended up with a white man as her therapist Mm -hmm. for some reason and ended up just feeling, you know, their like best friends for life. (laughs) Yeah. You never know because she, she might not have felt comfortable. She might've put like all of her hangups on that person and couldn't break past it. So yeah, that's important to acknowledge too. You never know. You have to try, unfortunately. Yeah. It's hard being a therapist too on the other end, the opposite end of things is like a lot of people rely on you for healing them, for bringing <laughs> them back to normal, for being this person that's like God on a pedestal to just know and understand um or have answers to all of their questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that and that's the other problem too. That's exactly what I wish I could remember the names of the guests. I really can't. But it was one about like being the strong woman. And and um, she was saying like a lot of people, uh, sometimes a black woman might not respond to me as a black woman because she feels like I'm a strong black woman. So she has to be a strong black woman. And so she she won't be vulnerable in the conversation because it's like, I'm not going to show this lady that I'm not strong. Right. Because she's perfect. She's a therapist. Like. So that's what I meant. Like sometimes your own hangups could. Um, yeah, change. but therapists need therapists just like yes. personal trainers need personal trainers and coaches. Like <laughs> everybody needs somebody who is that person in their life, but isn't necessarily perfect. Like you look at a personal trainer, right? Yeah. They're like, oh, wait, that trainer's fat. I don't want them to train me like. I want to look like freaking Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> have six pack abs. You don't even know if he's natural. Like <laughs> they have all of these views and perceptions of what you want to be, uh, like and what you want to become. And so that teacher or that PT, that coach or that yeah. therapist, like has to be that perfect person for you. Which makes um, no sense. But where, like you know, I want to find somebody who's who looks and sounds or you know looks and thinks like me also like I wouldn't find wouldn't want to find somebody who like as a disabled person you know yeah or like as a chunky person like I don't want somebody with like eight pack abs um (laughs) they wouldn't understand no we don't have the same lifestyle yeah I mean yeah no I would definitely not ever have like a coach that's a white dude. I just inherently don't trust white guys. <laughs> like perfect example. Or like, yeah. yeah. Or like you just tend to vibe to just look at your friends with people who not necessarily have the same trauma as you, but have similar experiences. And if you have a perfect therapist who has never had trauma in their life, they probably wouldn't know how to respond to that. Um or things like you know what I mean like I don't know yeah it's just a level of of how much do you have to explain yourself to somebody before you could be comfortable because that there you go gets old there you go like it's very old you you don't want to put in that Mm -hmm. effort anymore yeah but I think um I don't know are we gonna break or we just gonna call it because I feel like we said everything that needs to be said yeah no break for this one yeah, I mean, it's a lot there. Said, like, a good hour. We said a lot of things yeah. there. Yeah, 
sorry we didn't talk about lifting guys like lifting is not necessarily on the back burner it's just there's so many things going on in our personal life I don't, i'm not sorry because i'm i don't i'm not today. gonna perf- i'm not gonna perform well if my brain is everywhere if i'm all over the place yeah. i'm misloading the weights i'm dropping the barbell out of my hand like i'm a fucking dude. mess dude <laughs> well so the thing is you're you're also doing a lot of weight lifting and that's over your head which still scares the shit out of me not having two hands like if you don't have feelings in your ankles or leg like how the heck do you do that you know yeah no that requires a a, a level of focus that I will not have if mentally I'm not there so I think I mean, maybe uh, we'll see what the everyone's an expert on mental health now, like after um, what's what's her name, like Naomi Osaka and um, Simone mm-hmm. Biles. Right. So but I, I definitely agree with that sentiment. Like your mental health is is health. Health is important. Right. Yeah. Like we do physical things to make us feel good and move better. We like being strong. But like, yeah, got to be strong up there, too. Yeah. If you're not there mentally. And recognizing as female athletes, we're allowed to stop when we don't feel like that day is right, even if it's in the Olympics, even if it's like performing for your nation. Yeah, um, everybody, job. <laughs> everybody treats you differently if you're a man. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not about that. We're not about that. With mental so, health issues. Mental health is lifting. Okay. Mental exercises is heavy lifting. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. I think that counts. It so is. I'm not sorry. Disabled girls who lift physically and mentally. And I'm proud of you. That's what I gotta say. <laughs> Thanks, Boo. Thanks. There you go. I think that's yeah, lift, yeah disabled girls who health. <laughs> disabled girls you? who health. <laughs> health. H E T H health. Health. <laughs> like the meme with the blank face guy yeah. health is this yeah, health yeah, <laughs> yeah that's I like us that. i feel better about that because a lot of people too like change their names because they haven't been lifting for the last year i know I like we need to change our names where did they girls who do everything yeah no it's not that deep people and, have, and like athlete in their name and change it yeah no yeah yeah no we don't owe anybody anything if i say i am this i am that period well i i think the only people who should change their names are the ones that have their body weight in their oh no handle like oh yeah 48 kilograms for life you'd be 56 kilograms for life that's still a thing oh no yeah (laughs) oh no that is a different story Yeah, no, I still call myself powerlifting strong woman. I haven't competed since 2019. Well, I call myself a retired powerlifter who's coming back. I was supposed to come back. COVID took that. (laughs) COVID took that. I was going to come back. I was going to do the meet in New York with Sisters of Powerlifting and uh, what you call it, the Legends of the Sisterhood thing. Well, that's the thing. It's like when I say come back, I mean just come back and get stronger by myself. I don't oh. want to compete in any meets. I don't want to have to know. No, no, you're out. You're out. Yeah. Not interested. That's, in... that's what I mean. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> for yeah. myself. I want to lift for myself and get do strong. it. Do it. Strong friends. Okay. Strong friends. Strong friends. Okay. Well, that was cool. I feel so much better. This is my therapy session. 
<laughs> this is your, your I mean, I this is your appetizer, better. right? This is your tapas yeah. plate to the. <laughs> this is the foot in the door. Yeah. So I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's it was a lot of heated, you know, a lot of heated stuff that we brought up. It doesn't necessarily mean that we're fine. It's just feels good to like, I don't know. Say it with your chest, but I mean, if y'all have any in terms of in terms of the re- do your own research for the COVID vaccine, like we already talked about it, you know what to do. Get out there, like use your brains. You got this, right? But if y'all have other suggestions for yeah. the therapy stuff, feel free to like email or DM us because all I know about therapy for Black girls, but who knows like how many other similar things are out there. So if you guys, yeah. um, if you all, not you guys, if y'all, yeah. folks people Yow. persons um ghouls and demons <laughs> that was on a meme i'm sorry uh, <laughs> if, if y'all know of any other podcasts or like search directory platforms that would be helpful let us know and we could share it yeah and if you're a therapist who's got their brains rolling all the time when they listen to these types of podcasts and you want to come on and you're not a disabled girl hit us up yeah you're welcome. We've to already talk had too. one. Yeah, that was a great discussion. And that was great. We should that catch up. Like, mm-hmm. with that, yeah, yeah, we out here. Talk to us. Okay, bye. Thank you. Love you. Disabled girls out. Thanks for listening to Disabled Girls Who Left. We appreciate all of your support and everyone who's taken the time to show us some love. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, or write a review of our channel. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Player FM, Google Podcasts, and more. You can also find us on Instagram at Disabled Girls Who Left.